Hey, Flomies, it's time for another edition of the ITF Flowcast. This week, we're going to interview Amber Jones of KJ's Window Cleaning and designer of the Home Pro Portal, some software that can really help small business owners. We're going to get into discussion about that, but Amber's um, a really valuable source of information because she comes from a marketing background. She used to have her own marketing agency back in the day, so she's going to really talk about different things that business owners, we can do to make sure that we have our marketing on par and it's run as efficiently as possible. Um, but she also shares some personal information regarding uh, when she was younger, she dealt with anxiety disorder and the different things that she had to learn to be able to cope with, with that and the, the, the strategies that she has to keep it at bay as an adult and how that information informs the way that she runs her business. So uh, it's very, very informative. Also, we're happy to announce that uh, she's expecting and she talks a little bit about uh, the balancing of the, the needs of the children and in the family with, of course, the needs of the parents. So it's a really good interview. We know you're going to enjoy it. So let's bring Amber on in as we listen to her interview. All right, Flomies, we got another episode of the ITF Flowcast. Uh, this week, we have Amber Jones with us. How you doing, Amber? Good. How are yourself? Awesome. I'm doing very good. So um, good. you and your husband, Kelvin, you guys run the KJ's Window Cleaning, right? You guys run that on one side. But you also got a really cool project going called the Home Pro Portal, which I want to get into later on in the podcast. Okay. Um, so I really appreciate taking the time to join us. No, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so uh, why don't you first tell us a little bit about how you guys got started doing windows? You know, was this something okay. that, uh, like, wh whose idea was it? And, and was this something that you guys had experience <laughs> on with? Or, or how did it start? Yeah, so um, about four years ago, actually, um, I was I actually had my own advertising agency, and I, I was I was having some health issues, mm. and at that time, Kelvin was doing data entry, mm -hmm. and um, he just looked at me and he's like, "You can't keep doing this. Like, I have to do something to help you so that like you can kind of focus on what we need to focus on." And so um, he started watching all these YouTube videos. And of course, it was Keith Kalfas, right? Like, yeah. And he's like, I think I want to get into window cleaning. And I was like, man, you can't make any money window cleaning, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, no, I really want to do this, babe. And I was like, okay, well, you believed in me for all these years. So let's just jump right in. And um, he really didn't have a choice. He's like, you know, I can't, I can't support the family off of, you know, this this income right yeah, and so um he dove right in um wow. he did he started with storefronts mm -hmm. and he the, i remember the first day he came home and he got his first storefront and the first day he was like amber this is the easiest thing i've ever sold yeah. like <laughs> he was like it's so cool because people don't get mad at you that it's either a yes or a no right and and uh, so he started with storefronts and um eventually it was like okay this is cool but it's only enough to bring home like two days worth of groceries right like right. and so we kind of just dove right into residential um because he was like I gotta you know I gotta step up and so he was working full-time um he'd get off at two in the afternoon and then we'd go clean windows together um for residential and that's kind of how we got started um he you know like I said, he supported me blindly. So I said, you know what, it's my turn. So let's just get it. Nice. Um, that's kind of how we got. And then actually my dad was a, res uh, a window cleaner too. Oh, okay. um, but he, he did a uh, commercial. 
okay. back in the day. And he actually, I love him to death, but he was like, there's no way that you'll get residential people to pay that much for window cleaning. And I says, let me prove you wrong. Like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, it actually kind of runs in the family a little bit. Um, he stopped before I remembered any of it, but, um, but yeah, that's kind of how we got started. Interesting. Very cool. So how, how long did it take for him to go from doing just storefronts to going to residential? Uh, it was within the first 30 days, I'd say, actually. 30 um, days? Yeah, oh, it was God. our first residential was pretty funny, actually. Um, <laughs> I remember doing it together and we had no idea how we were going to do the second story windows. We had uh -huh. no idea because Kelvin doesn't like heights and he's like, I don't want to get on it. Like we didn't even have a ladder. <laughs> that was tall enough at the time and so we had these like home depot poles right and he's just trying like to, <laughs> he's gonna be so mad that i told this story <laughs> he's like on his tippy toes right getting them um but and then on the other ones he, he climbed out he climbed out on the roof to get it and it was it was humbling to think back to those days but it was awesome it was awesome yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, like you said, you, you do what you got to do, you know, and, yeah. and I, I got I got stories like that, too, where I remember one, I, we needed some money, we needed to pay the rent or I mean, not the rent it was more we had a mortgage. And mm -hmm. um, we had this one job out in the middle of nowhere. And it was a construction cleanup. And so a lot of the scaffolding was still left out there. And so I was nice. using the scaffolding to get to the windows, but there was this one little one that was high up. And I, I literal, it was just, you know, those, those, um, two by sixes, two by six boards going across and oh, I uh -huh. took a step stool and I set a step stool long ways on it. So the corners are off the edges cause they were wider yeah. than that board. And I stood on that step stool just to get this little window and I got down and I was so scared. And I said, and I just kind of hit me like, I just risked my life for like a $10 window. <laughs> You know, right. I mean, yeah. that's that's what I just said. <laughs> I just said my life is worth ten dollars <laughs> because I did that. You know, and right. uh, um, but you know, it's like when you're when you need to to pay the bills, you you just do it. You know, and you just yeah. figure it out along the way. So that's yeah, cool. Very good. So um, tell me, uh, what are some of the challenges that you've you've had? I know you had mentioned a little bit that you had an early battle with anxiety disorder and, and yeah. that's, that's actually one of the reasons why I wanted to talk with you about it because I think, you know, window cleaners were very independent. We're also very private a lot of times mm -hmm. and, and yeah. when we're dealing with things such as anxiety and, and, and uh, depression. It's not really something that a lot of guys like to talk about, you know, and, yeah. and as a result, they kind of keep it kind of closed in and they just, they have this inner struggle um, right. but you had yours kind of early on in life. Right. And, and, uh, I yeah. think it informed a little bit about how you run your business. Yeah, for sure. So this was way before prior to having kids, actually. Um, we were only married for a couple of years and I worked at a doctor's office, ironically. And, um, I, I really care about people a lot. And so I was working in this doctor's office and I kept seeing things and that I couldn't fix. And at the time, I didn't know what it was, right? Mm -hmm. But, you know, people would go blind and all these things, and I would take that burden home with me, and um, I couldn't fix it. And I didn't realize oh. this until later. My dad actually told me. Um, but all of a sudden, I had my first panic attack, and, uh, oh, God, I wouldn't, wish, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. Um, and so I went through this whole journey, 
and um, of trying to figure it out, what is going on. I remember being in the fetal position on the floor for two weeks, actually. It, I, it's, it's the worst. Um, and so one of the things that was important to me was that I learned how to handle it for me personally without medication. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was so young, I was only like 21, 22 years old. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, like I'm eating Oreos, I'm eating garbage food, right? And they're, they're saying, they're just trying to throw these pills. Let me try these other things first. So in going through that process, it was emotional, physical, spiritual, like all of the above, right? That I had to tap into. And one of the biggest things that I learned about myself is that I'm a problem solver. And it literally drives me crazy <laughs> when I can't solve a problem. Um, and it was just one of those things where I had to accept it, um, because the more I was in denial of it, the worse I was. Um, but once I acknowledged it and I said, you know what, there's a reason why this is happening to me. I, I'll be able to help people. You know what I mean? Like through my story, through however I figured, maybe I'll be able to connect with someone that no one else understands. Right. Um, because unless you've gone through a panic attack, <laughs> you, you kind of just don't know. Yeah. No, and um, so over the years, I kind of learned to to hone in on what my my issues are. Right? We all have issues, right? <laughs> so what are my issues and how can I balance it? And what ended up happening is just in, like, like my dad told me, he's like, Amber, you care about people and you you try to solve every problem. And I just would think about that all the time. And I figured out, okay, well, I'm a problem solver. So, so I kind of just like dug in. Um, number one was, was uh, realizing my limitations and that I can't control everything. Um, but other than that, it's like, what can I control? And mm-hmm. what can I do better, you know? And um, that kind of was, excuse me, that was my start of it. And long story short, I kind of ended up becoming a self-taught COO out of it, like in like quality control. And just, I, I, it just, it, it made me want to be efficient. Hmm. And so um, I've kind of over the, I actually don't suffer with it much at all anymore. Um, just through diet and um, just knowing my triggers, you know, there's mm-hmm. some triggers and things like that, but I don't deal with that aspect of it much anymore at all, unless I'm under extreme stress for an exterior, extended period extended of time, period, yeah. or if I eat Oreos. So don't give me any Oreos, right? <laughs> keep, keep the Oreos away if we want Amber to be <laughs> sane, right? <laughs> but um, yeah. can I ask you, when, when you were going through your anxiety uh, mm-hmm. issues and you're having these panic attacks, did you were you able to identify it as anxiety or did you think it was something else that was happening to you like medically or physically yeah i mean obviously so there's it, there's physical parts to anxiety right but, yeah. but did, did you think it was something external that was happening to you oh yeah the first time it happened i thought i was dying um <laughs> i didn't know what was like my heart was pounding really i was asleep actually i'll never forget i was asleep wow. and kelvin was watching uh, american idol and it was the year with Adam Lambert. I remember this, this is guy that hits this high note. He like he's like this rock star, and he hit this uh-huh. high note, and it woke me up out of my sleep, and it scared me. And um, like my heart was pounding, my throat was closing in on me. I couldn't breathe. My stomach was upset. 
Wow. I kept going to the bathroom and I was like, Kelvin, you got to take me to the hospital. Like, I feel like I'm having a heart attack. Um, I can't breathe. And so physically, so that was a panic attack. And so there's panic attacks and then there's anxiety, right? Mm -hmm. And so up until that point, I probably had anxiety and didn't realize it. And then it just built, 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 built and boom, like mm -hmm. the panic yeah. attack hit. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then after it happened, it's like uh, adrenaline shoots off um, uncontrollably. So that's what would happen for me mm -hmm. is like, I would get to these levels and then poof, like I would feel this jolt of adrenaline go off and I'd have all these symptoms. And then it would literally take a week or two to recover. You're just wow. zapped of energy. Like it's, so that's physically what, what happened um, when I went through it. Yeah. Did, did Calvin understand what was going on? Calvin was awesome. Um, yes and no. He, he never had it, but he's had relatives that have had it. Okay. And we did a lot of research and study to try to understand it. And he was really supportive mm -hmm. of just, you know, trying to get through it the way that I wanted to get through it. Um, but there was no one thing that helped us. It was, we had to get help on like multiple different levels sure. you know like I, like i said food health medicals you know if you have a faith spiritual you, you, it's so many different levels that you have to kind of balance out at the same time yeah no that makes sense um i, I know for me i i dealt with anxiety when i was in school from mm. a young age and, and I, I talk i've talked about this before on the both on mm -hmm. the podcast and other places but mm -hmm. um you know, for me, it was never identified. I never, well, one, I never did because I was a kid. So I never, yeah. I, I just, I just thought yeah. this is what happened. <laughs> you know, right. this is just what you, what you, and you were under pressure and, and, and a lot of the pressure granted, I put on myself. So it wasn't mm -hmm. like I was yep. in any bad situation. I just created this, this setting in my mind of, well, I need to be perfect or else if I'm not right. perfect, I'm yeah. going to let all these people down you know, and my, my friends aren't going to like me anymore. My, my family's not going to love me anymore. I'm going to, my whole purpose is to be perfect, you know? And it's like, right. never was told that my parents are so supportive and, and mm -hmm. they never ever put undue pressure on me to be more than what I could, but it was just myself, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then when that's, that's left unchecked, you just grow up thinking that's what you're supposed to do. And, and when right. you, can't, when you hit a wall, and you can't accomplish that, then it's literally, I mean, it was like the end of the world. I mean, I, oh, yeah. I thought that was it, you know? And so I shut down a lot. Of, I reacted very poorly in a lot of ways, um, yeah. but it probably took me uh, till I was, you know, probably a good four or five years of kind of slowly working it out in my mind. Um, mm. You know, I didn't have counseling. I mean, nobody identified anxiety as an issue. It Back just, then, anxiety was yeah. just something you just, you know, cause some kids got nervous, you know, right. I, I, that's what they said. I have a nervous stomach. I was always told that, oh, he has a nervous stomach. Wow. And, and, and I did, but it was because of anxiety, you know? Right. Um, so, so we're with you, you know, you mentioned you changed your diet. Um, you started focusing on a lot of other things that were, you know, because I think that's a good point uh, for me it was like you have to have things that are more important than what you mm -hmm. think is important yeah um, for and the other you, biggest thing is like sorry I didn't mean to cut you off no no um, I was just say you have to let go you have to let go like I was trying I wanted things so bad in life like I wanted situations to be a certain way so bad I didn't realize that I was trying to control everything. Mm -hmm. And so you have to be able to let go of that. Like, that's the biggest thing is like, cause if you don't let go of that perfection, that like, yep. 
I don't want, I want it to be this way, right? Like, it's one thing to be determined, but you got to have that line, you know? Well, and and I think you hit on an important point, especially for business owners, because like you said, I I think for someone with anxiety, what we we want is control, right? Mm -hmm. As long as we have control of the situation and things are as they should be, we're fine. I mean, we look like every ordinary person, right? right? No problem. But it's when things start getting out of control or we're not getting the results that we think we should get or, or we should do. That's when we start getting anxious and it starts building up. And as a business owner, how much of our business, especially when you're starting a business is totally out of our control, right? So much of it, whether we can pay our bills, whether our marketing or advertising is going to work in our area, whether right. a pandemic hits right when you start your business, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, all of that stuff is out of your control. And so you can see where if someone already is, is susceptible to anxiety, if they try to be, become a business owner, boy, that anxiety can just go off the charts, you know? Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, so it's, I think it's like you said, I, I, I forget how you worded it, but you said something to the effect of you, you kind of identified it, you know, and realized, Hey, this is something I got to do something about, you know? Yeah. And, and if you're a business owner and if you f- feel like you have to acknowledge it, I, <laughs> I, yeah, this is something absolutely. I have now it's something you can, you can now make decisions based on what your limitations are, you know, as right. opposed to trying to just muscle right through it. And then you end up harming yourself, you know, mentally. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and like the biggest thing is once you acknowledge it, then you can adapt to mm-hmm. it. Right. Like, and I think that was the biggest thing that helped me get through was just acknowledgement and then adaptation yes. is, was, was huge for us. What was, what was some of your coping uh, skills that you developed to help you with your anxiety? Um, outside of, so back then or right now, like how I can both. So, so, so both, <laughs> okay. both when you were first experiment, now you, you already mentioned okay. like nutrition, yeah. you mentioned the, the spiritual type thing, but I'm, I'm speaking more like mental, like, cause, cause mental. like for me, I really had to, I almost had conversations with myself. Right. You, do, myself, right. you know, when you start gearing towards the old way of thinking, you're like, no, 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 that's not true. That's not the way right. it is. This is the way it is, you know, and you're right. continually having this conversation with yourself. What were some of the things that you okay. were Okay. So back then, the first thing I did was I found a support system of people that kind of already knew. Excellent. Um, that, that was huge. I had a couple of friends that said, you can call me any time of the night, mm-hmm. like, because I always had them at nighttime um within like I would try to fall asleep it was like my brain wouldn't shut off and so it was like trying to go to sleep but then so I would have people that said you can call me at midnight if you have to and I'll help talk you out of it um the other coping mechanism was like back then I would tell like I would get a sheet of paper and I would draw a line down that sheet of paper and on one side I would write the problem right like or what's on my mind and on the other side I wrote the solution. And one thing that I figured out was every problem had a solution. And if I didn't have the solution for me, the solution was my faith. Right. So then it was like, okay, cool. Like (laughs) everything is not, the world is not going to end. Right. Like, (laughs) so that was the, that was huge. Um, And then I would tell myself, like um, when I was actually in it, I would literally just have to, you know, number one is having that support system there. Um, Two is the human touch actually helps a lot. 
Mm. So I would tell, I would ask Kelvin to just like hold my arm, right? And just a slow, gentle touch, right? Feeling someone else's calm energy, essentially, right? Would help me come come down out of it. Yeah. Um, so, so those are some of the things that I did to cope while I was actually in, in, in the heat of like mm-hmm. an attack. Now, what do you do uh, now? B12, B complex, actually. Oh, B complex helps. Yeah. Magnesium. You know, it's you funny. Know, my, that was one of the things my mom gave me when, she, when I was having, you know, and she, again, we didn't, we didn't identify it as anxiety, but yeah. she, she, that's she, B12 was, she'd give me shots yeah. of it. Um, and uh, trying to help me calm down, you know, when I would get through a really tough time so that's interesting you say that yeah yeah so what so what about now so now it's it's not and, and the same thing for me I, I anxiety really doesn't play a big role in my life anymore I, I'm very mm-hmm. calm for the most part I can handle stress really well um, but a lot of that is because I did learn coping mm-hmm. skills back then you know so so how do you what are some things you you do, you do now that kind of helps to keep everything in check so that it doesn't pop up again um the biggest thing for me is food like there's a lot of chemicals in food msg and stuff like that and um like a lot of chemicals literally are made to trigger your brain to crave that food more but it also does other bad junk to you too so like Kelvin's gonna laugh at me so i'm pregnant right and (laughs) i've had a pretty clean diet until this pregnancy and i've been craving pop tarts (laughs) <laughs> and when he comes home, if I'm just a little bit cranky or edgy, he'll be like, did you get a Pop-Tart? <laughs> so um, for now, it's, it's diet. And then like my biggest struggle now is not even anxiety. It's more of mommy guilt, right? Oh, sure. So yeah. because I've got the two girls at home, I'm mm-hmm. homeschooling. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to help on the back end of the business, right? And so... I think I struggle more with guilt now than anxiety um, Mm -hmm. because I want to be there for my girls. I I don't want to stop what I'm doing, helping them with their homeschool or whatever and say, hold on, I got to answer this phone call. Right. Like, and so sometimes when the mommy guilt builds up, then the anxiety builds up for me Mm -hmm. too. And Mm -hmm. so I had to put physical things in place, physical limitations in place. Um, it's kind of how I cope now, actually. Um, Excellent. Yeah. So that that that's I, real, and and I th- you're right. It, it is tied together because, I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, a lot of my anxiety growing up was guilt. You know, mm-hmm. uh, guilt uh, at the base of that. It was the guilt of not being able to get the grades I was supposed to do, not being yeah. able to accomplish what I felt I should. And it was, you know, it's like, I, I felt like I owed everybody something and I was not able to fulfill that. Yeah. Um, I, I know a lot, I mean, a lot of moms go through, even moms who aren't running a business go through yeah. mommy guilt, you know, and, and it's because we love our kids so much. I mean, yeah. it's, and, and we want them to have the best and they deserve our attention, you know? And, and yeah. so it's hard when you're trying to, like you say, you know, you're trying to help on the business, you're trying to do this and trying to do that. And then, you know, mm-hmm. they're always there just looking for attention, you know? Yeah. And, and it's important to remember that the love that you have for them is going to come across, you know, even if we do have to get super busy, you know, for, yeah. for one reason. Um, yeah. And I mean, I think the guilt can happen to anyone. Like once that family, it's, it's got to balance. Like one, as soon as that work starts, like getting higher than the family, like mm-hmm. it just, it's a horrible feeling. 
it's yeah. it's horrible and you're torn because you're like i gotta pay the bills right like we gotta you gotta do these things but but you're mm-hmm. you end up being just torn in that guilt will just man it, it can drive anxiety everything yeah. it's like where do you find the balance you and, I, and you're expecting so you're you said i think yes. it's six, six weeks away <laughs> I'm six weeks away. Yeah. So you're so. going to have another one in there. So, yeah, I mean, you gotta, you're going to have to go easy on yourself, Amber, you know, you, yeah. you've got a lot yeah. on your plate. You gotta, you gotta remember <laughs> that it's okay to, <laughs> to take some time for yourself. And, and, you, you know, know, it's one. It's cool. It's funny you say that because I have, and I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. No, no, <laughs> it's okay. Go ahead. So, so like people think I'm crazy, but I don't answer the phones anymore. Like for me, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not answering the phones like no more. And at one point we outsourced it and what we realized ironically was that we got less results when we outsourced we've tried different companies and then i've tried hiring on my own va and um i'm not saying that that doesn't work but for me i felt like something was missing right and so i said you know what i'm going to take a step back and ironically i closed all of our people I don't get on the phones at all. All of our people are closed via text message. Like I just oh, look at that. I, I do not, I, I do not, um, I, I decided I'm not going to prioritize my kids. My kids are not going to think my phone is more important than them. Mm-hmm. And so that was some of the things like, sometimes you have to make hard choices. And yeah, then that's smart. You know, that's a really, that's a really <laughs> good strategy to overcome that, you know, for sure. Yeah. But awesome. the thing is just like, like I said, acknowledging it and then saying, okay, what can I do to adapt? Like, this is my issue. This is what's building me guilt. Is there some way I can adapt around it Mm -hmm. and still get a similar result? Are we missing some jobs? Yeah, I'm sure we're missing some opportunities, right? Because there are some people that still prefer a phone call. And, you know, I'll get on the phone if I have to. But I mean, it's literally once or twice a week. No lie. (laughs) Get on the phone. No, you're, you're absolutely right. And that's really, and that's that, that's that problem solver coming out in you, right? You, yeah. By an issue and you, you adapt it. So that, that's really good. That's really good. Yeah. So um, when you, you know, you're going to have a baby soon. So you, are you going to mm-hmm. take a maternity leave? Or are you going to still try to kind of help out as, as, uh, as, as you can, obviously? So, yeah, we've got Kelvin off for two weeks and then we're just, I, you know what, we're trying to plan as best as we can, but it's also one of those situations where we just, I find like, if you communicate, that's the key, right? So as customers are calling, so for example, a few weeks back, we were like, hey, springtime is here, but also something else is about to pop. So if you want to get your windows cleaned, right? Like, (laughs) (laughs) so like, I think the biggest thing is that we as business, business owners don't understand is that, that communication is huge right mm-hmm. and as long as you communicate they they know we're small businesses where we have families we have yeah. we're business owners and so we've communicated to where i'm like hey there's going to be this three-week time span or whatever so you can book before or you can book after and uh, we'll still get you taken care of so yeah. um and, and then and after that yeah uh-huh no, I was going to say, and, and honestly, a lot of people, that's why they hire you, right? Because they want a small business. They want that fetal, right. you know? So if you, if you're telling them, Hey, look, I'm, I'm going to be, we're going to be having a baby soon. They, they understand, you know, they can, right. their, their windows can wait a few weeks, you know, to have right. it done. And, right. and, and I know when I was, when I was first starting now, well, like maybe five to 10 years into my business and I had a pretty good, a decent customer base, you know? 
And, you know, if something came up, I mean, they were always so understanding, you know, mm-hmm. especially if it was a family emergency or something like that. Right. So, I, yeah, you know, well, one is the communication, but two is the already have a, have laid the groundwork for having a good relationship with your clients Absolutely. where they appreciate, they appreciate your work. They appreciate what you do. And then, so when you need to favor them, like just be patient, <laughs> you right. know, then they're, they're, yeah, yeah, you know, sweat, you know, don't, we'll, we'll, we'll do it. You take care of your family and please send us pictures, you know, when you're done. And, and, right. uh, um, you know, then, then it's like a family thing, you know, and it, it's exactly. like that relationship is, is stronger because of it, because, you know, and I always, I always tell people this too, um, because we, because we're so independent, sometimes we feel like, oh, well, I don't want no one to help me out for nothing. I'm going to, I did this on myself. I'm building my own mm-hmm. company, but you know, when, when, whether it's, uh, another business owner who's offering you advice, whether it's mm-hmm. a friend or family member, who's just trying to help you get on your feet with your business, um, whoever it may be, if they, if they give you something and they're offering their help, when you accept it, you're, you're, you're strengthening that relationship. Now, obviously there's people with ulterior motives. There are, there right. are, and you do have to be careful right. because they're giving you with some, with the expectation you're giving them something back. But a lot of people are just giving out of the kindness of their heart because they like what they see. Right. So when you allow them to give to you, you, you're for, you're, you're strengthening that relationship, you know, and then you have an opportunity later to repay it by doing something for them that they appreciate. And man, you know, it's like cement and I've got customers like that, you know, where it doesn't matter, you know, how long, I mean, I saw them 20 years, but they're like, I'm not using anybody, but Gabe, that's, that's the company I'm using. That's who I, it's funny you mentioned that because there were some people we're booked out about three weeks. And there were some people that needed rush job. They needed rush jobs. And so we were trying to pass them on to like other companies. And they're like, no, I know your work. So I'll just wait. Right. Like yeah. it's, it's so true what you say. Yep. Yep. And, and so we, we can do that. You know, that's part of that building, you know, that trust. And, and, you know, like I said, you give, you give to others, they're willing to give back to you, you know? Yep. Awesome. Now, uh, one of the things that you're doing, like I mentioned early on, you've got this Home Pro Portal software, which I think is pretty cool. I've taken a little bit of a look at it here. And um, why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Because you, like you mentioned, you have a marketing background, right? Mm-hmm. You used to have an agency. Um, you are really good with computers and, and, and uh, designing and stuff. So tell us a little bit about it, what it does and how it can help uh, small businesses. Okay. Yeah, so a little bit of a backstory of it is, um, like I said, because of everything that has gone on in the past, I'm always looking for ways to be efficient. How can I get the same result in less time or less effort or less mental bandwidth, right? Right. Um, So I would put a lot of focus on within our own company, creating these templates and, and these, you know, a lot, what's the word? I guess I need my one-time effort to work for me continually, right? And so um, I've always, I'm always on the lookout for like, prime, like, how can I automate? How can I make these things easier? Mm-hmm. And so for the last six to nine months, I can't remember how long I've been using it. This is something that we've used in our own business personally. Mm-hmm. Um, so for instance, me not being able to, me not answering a call and still booking everyone, right? So like, these are processes that, that we put in place. And so um what I did is I found this framework and I says, oh my gosh, I've never seen anything like this. Let me customize it just for home service providers. Um, it's actually my passion. Marketing is, is my passion, helping people and saying, okay, what are you doing every day 
that you hate that you do repeatedly, right? Because if you do something repeatedly, you can most likely automate it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's essentially what this does. It's, I call it the home pro portal because for me, what's most important is, so we all have our business and we all have to spend time or money to get people to see our business. Right. And so everyone's like, okay, let me do Google ads. I'm going to go do these postcards, blah, blah, blah. Right. But then when the phone rings, there's like these gaps of, of missed opportunity, right? Because you might be with a client. You might be like me, you might have kids, um, you know, something might slip through cracks. So the home pro portal essentially helps bridge that gap between the efforts that you're putting into your marketing. Um, and it solves a lot of those problems. And so for example, um, let's talk about the time aspect, right? The time and your sanity. <laughs> yeah. So I found this, one of, the, one of the things that's built into it is an all-in-one inbox, right? So okay. you can check your, your Facebook message, your, your text message, your phone calls, Google my business now. You people can message you through Google my business, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. So I get now you, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now you can capture all these conversations in one place. Um, and not only that, oh, chat widget, website chat widget too, right? So mm-hmm. now you can capture all of these things in one place. And now you're doing two things. Number one, you're making your business more available to capture the lead without paying any more money. And number two, you're saving your sanity. <laughs> <laughs> because now all of your notifications come through one place. You don't have to like check a bunch of different things and miss out on those opportunities. Um, oh man, I don't have everything in front of me. It really, no, um, <laughs> that's good. Um, so, cause that's I mean, my I, favorite one. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, I, 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 that's totally what I need. I mean, cause we, we'll see, we get it from, oh, no. so we get it from, uh, you know, phone calls, obviously. Right. Then we've got Facebook. Then we've right. got Instagram. Then we've got what we call Grasshopper, which is our, we have a yep. digital yep. line, right? And so uh-huh. our, our main f- line, you can text it because it goes through. Right. The- then we've got our email, you know, yep. and we've got two emails. We've got our, our new customer email, and then we've got my main email for the business. Mm. Um, and then, like you said, now we've got my, Google My Business, right. Yelp. Um, I yeah. mean, you just go, I mean, I must have about 20 different ways in which c- customers reach out to us. And right. it's so easy to miss. It's so easy to let one slip through the cracks. Right. So, so for me, that, that's my favorite feature. I know everyone has different, like we've got different features in there. Um, but that, I feel like that correlates most with what we've been talking about here today, which is anxiety and just how can we simplify and automate, you know, some of these things, but there's, there's lots of different features on it. Um, and so what I wanted to do was to create this, this place where, you know, you've got like your CRM and you've got awesome things like responsibility. So there's lots of mm-hmm. tools. You've got like text magic that people use to bulk text. And so essentially with this framework, we've tried to put together a lot of these tools all in one solution. And so like, and I call it the portal, right? Because it's the doorway mm-hmm. to, to everything else. So anything before scheduling that, um, that quote, right? Like once you get to the point that you're scheduling a quote, now you're looking at your house call pro, your customer factor, right? right. But what about the in-between? What about between that 
and your marketing, right? So yes. that's kind of where this portal falls in to place. Yeah. Um, yes. And so we've got it to where it connects to like Zapier so it can connect, you know, just pass that information along um, to most CRMs. Um, so yeah, <laughs> sorry, you, I get so have... excited about it. I start talking like nerdy, <laughs> talk, right? Like <laughs> I'm trying you... to like, bottom line, my goal is to help save you time and get more ROI out of your marketing efforts. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's the simplified version, right? What, what you should do is at the when, when when this podcast gets posted in ITF, um, you should post some screenshots so that people can understand what it looks like, you know, of the different. Yeah, for sure. And that way, because yeah. it is hard. I mean, when you first told me about it, um, I mean, it's, I was interested because those are my problems, but I couldn't really visualize yeah. how it was going to happen. So to to kind of get into the program itself was was very interesting. And it, yeah. It, it's, it's, yeah, it looks, it looks really, really good. Yeah. Uh, I'll post the link. Cause it's got, I've actually got like a demo walkthrough. Mm -hmm. And then if anyone has any questions, um, yeah, like absolutely. I want to be able to show like one of the things, the downfalls with a lot of the applications and softwares, you'll be like, Oh, this is cool. Right. But then there's that gap of how will it help me specifically. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And so like, if anyone needs to like hop on a call and say, Hey, I use this CRM, this is my pain point you know, how can it help me specifically? You know, right. I'm, I'm totally open to help out with that too. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So with your marketing background, um, you know, you, you've, you've obviously helped your, your husband, you know, you guys work together to grow your own business. Mm -hmm. What, when you look at the different window cleaning companies around, like what is, mm -hmm. what's the, 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 the marketing thing or, or, strategy that you see people not doing that if they would just do this one thing <laughs> their their yeah. their business would do so much better i don't know if it's one thing so there's the technical but the biggest the simplest thing and advice that i can give people is just be personable yeah um if they go to your website talk to them put text on your website like they are a person yeah don't don't like i know you want to look professional but like in all of my communications, I wish I could show like when you Facebook message us, like there's an automatic pop up and there's a goofy picture of me like this. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> but they like people want to resonate with people. And so yeah. I think just showing some personality and <laughs> communications and expectations, those are the two biggest things like um that will set you apart without any extra technical knowledge or anything like that mm -hmm. communication and expectations don't cost you anything right yeah, and it's just um the other thing is just um making it simple make it simple for them to get a quote right like i see we were we were perusing through some people's websites and you know there's a phone number but you have to scroll all the way to the bottom to get a quote, right? No, put a button up top, get a quote, like put it in their face, right? Like, yeah, make it one, two, three simple. So yep. that would be the biggest thing that I would say without spending any extra money. Um, those would be the few things that I think could definitely help. Yeah, I, I man, that's so true. Um, I, I really feel like, you know, if you sanitize your, your brand too much, you, you risk kind of having that corporate feel yes. to it, you know, yes. and again, nothing wrong with corporate. I mean, there's, there's window cleaning company like fish and um, mm -hmm. you know, uh, was it um, forget some of the squeegee pro, 
you know, or their franchises mm-hmm. and that's what they do. And, and again, you know, there's, there's definitely a market or at least a, a business plan for that type of thing. Right. But people are inviting you into their home. Right? Exactly. That you're exactly. they're, they're They don't want to invite a stranger or at least not a total mm-hmm. stranger. So if you can show your personality, you know, if you can have that come out and you can see, like you say, that you're not afraid to be a little goofy or you're willing to have a little fun and you're just a regular person and you're friendly. Right that people are they're going to look at you as opposed to this other robotic like website and they're gonna say no no i want this person here come into my house i don't want whoever it is this nameless you know tech uh to come in in service you know uh, do our windows for us but yeah if you can if you can have your the personality of one you especially if you're a single um operator but if Mm -hmm. you're a crew you have crews just have the personality for the business you know right and and right. show that personality uh out that way it can uh, uh continue to to you know because yeah. people remember that they remember exactly. the nice guy who came over they don't necessarily remember your business name all the time um yeah or, and it, or your website oh, no good yeah because i was going to mention I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because one of the reasons why that was so important to us in our business was back when we were renting we had like a a while back we had like a slumlord and whenever something went wrong Mm -hmm. he would hire people off of craigslist right like Mm -hmm. and i would talk about panic attack like i'd be like no (laughs) you can't have someone come here when my husband's not here because i don't know who you're sending right right and so i know i'm not the only one that like your house is your domain right like yes and so that was why it was so important for us we use a ton of pictures of ourselves like a ton of pictures um, um, and I'm, I'm really glad you brought that up because that I feel like also will, like, I remember when we first started and I was out in the field with Kelvin, the lady like opened the door and gave me a hug. She's like, I feel like I know you. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was, it was awesome, but I'm glad you brought that up. So that's the easiest thing I think to do is just put yourself in their shoes, right? Yeah. Like, how do you feel when someone just comes to your home, like right. to do something where your family lives right like and then reverse engineer it to make them feel like i I even say on my website like i like to make our customers feel warm and fuzzy right like (laughs) so yeah i'm glad you brought that up too yeah excellent very good yeah uh for for me like with the the biggest way that we promote our brand is through social media so with Mm -hmm. instagram facebook uh, facebook we're definitely more focused on the ads than than the regular Mm -hmm. uh, although anything on instagram automatically gets sent to facebook but instagram is really where i have the most interaction with customers Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and and um, you know, I just had a, I just booked a client with, uh, or a, a realtor who follows me on Instagram and she must've followed nice. me for two years. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and I would post on her account, she would post on mine, you know, and, and, you know, again, nothing. I, I never asked for, never, you know, tried to solicit anything from her other than just appreciate her following our account. And then just the other day, um, she messaged me asking questions about a window that she um, is, you know, gonna, they're trying to get a house ready for sale. And she sent me a message. I, I mean, it was like, it was so funny because I, I've never met this woman in my life, but we were talking like we knew each other because we did, exactly. we kind of did, you know, we yeah. followed each other for so long. And then, so she's like, okay, awesome. Now that I know that something can be done, I'll have you guys come out. I'm, you know, what number should yep. I call? And I gave her the number and boom, we booked the account, you know, just like that. But you know, it was like she was asking a friend for advice on how to do something right. as opposed to 
oh, I see you do windows, you know, what was this, you know, it was, it wasn't, it was, there's nothing robotic about it. It was very yeah. natural, very warm. Yeah. And now she's excited because someone who she's comfortable with is going over to go do it. You know, no second yeah. bids involved. Exactly, you know, third right? bids. It's just, she wants me, you know, she wants this, she wants our business to go and do that. And that's, that's the sweet spot of, of, you know, in social media and marketing when you can get. And when you, when you really tie that in, you don't have to compete on price either. Like there were plenty of times where we've had a customer say like, yeah, our neighbor said that um, these other companies were cheaper, but your customer experience was worth paying more, you know? And so those are the little things that's going to, you know, help set, set that apart too. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Really, really good stuff there. A- any other marketing tips? Like, is there something like, uh, as far as like logos or, or anything that, that we should kind of keep in mind? Because I, I know people that, that question pops up a lot in ITF mm-hmm. uh, with people, you know, asking to compare logos or just, yeah, you know, branding in general. Um, so I will admit, I'm not a designer. But what I do know is people's attention span. Mm-hmm. And so in everything marketing that you do from your logo, to to lettering on a truck to putting a post on facebook you literally have about three seconds to grab someone's attention and so if you keep that in mind in everything that you do including your logo um is it easy to see can they tell what you do from the name like make your logo smaller than your service like like you know what i mean like when people don't know you they don't really care about your logo that like okay so let me rephrase that i'm not a branding specialist y'all like (laughs) (laughs) but you know if you're just starting out right like let them know what you do like we you've got three seconds oh this company they do that i need to call them right like i think if you keep that fundamental thing in mind and just like people don't care about you they care about themselves so utilize that mindset as well in your marketing what's in it for me right like and and you know (laughs) i've learned that lesson on three areas website business mm-hmm. cards and letter, lettering on your truck because i remember yeah. my very first now i designed my first website it was one of the free ones you know and uh-huh. i went through and of course it took like two days for me to get it just the way i liked it i got it right i mean it was like i had like encyclopedias of information on there you know for, right. for my clients and of course it was back in the early days of of the internet and, and right. that's, that's how websites were right i you mean there was get away with it right you could get away with it i mean you have this ugly <laughs> bright coloring and just letter words that you can't even hardly read because the contrast is, is off right and, and i i did i mean i just had volumes of information in there about mm-hmm. my business i had like 10 pages all tabbed at the top you know <laughs> yeah, and uh, um you know i mean that's what everybody did so that's what that's what we did but then now that we've got our redesigned uh website with with nice job mm-hmm. it's sleek it's just sleek yeah three tabs and they just kind of go down. I mean, it's just so, so much nicer. And, and like you said, because we're, when we, when we write our own, you know, whatever it is, whether it's a business card or website or, or a truck, we're thinking for us, we're like, oh, what do we right. know about? But we forget people aren't looking for every little thing about what we do. <laughs> they want to know, do right. we do what they need? Right. And, and just like what you said with the lettering, three seconds, they take a turn, they see the truck. The first thing they're going to see is hopefully what you do. And then they're right. going to think, oh, I need that done. Then look at the logo and say, okay, I got to remember to call them when I, when I go. So and it's kind make of a the phone number and website visible, like yes. very easily clear. Like I yeah. see that a lot too. Yeah. And take advantage of your tailgate. 
you know, have have your information oh, yeah. there where they can just take a picture when you're, you're at the stop light, you know, and, and yeah. waiting. And they, oh yeah, yeah. And then they can just take a picture. I um I, I seen one truck that had a, a QR yeah. code. Now people don't use QR codes that much, you know, as, as much as I think they thought it was going to be. Right. So it may not be as, as efficient, but whatever it is, you know, give, like you said, give them that opportunity to be able to find out what you do and then how to contact you. And right. that's, that's yeah. all the time you got on that lettering. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the other biggest thing that I, I just want to recommend too is a lot of times I see on a website, don't speak, I don't know the proper way, but don't speak from the I form. Try not to use I or we, oh, right? Yeah. Like, that's your point. So try to, you can try to, if you write it out that way, try to reverse it. So, like, for example, I think on ours it says, after dealing with hundreds of customers in this blah, blah, blah area, right? So, like, I'm not, I didn't say we, right? So, um, I can't think of it, but just no. try not to keep, keep an account of how many times you say the word I or we, yeah. right? Like, yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking about because that was my problem as well. And, and mm -hmm. my problem also was I was alternating between I, we, and like, and then as if I was speaking from the third person. And, yeah, I'm you know, guilty of that. Yeah, I, and so I, again, with those volumes of, of text in my <laughs> website, I, after looking back at it, I was like, oh man, here I'm I, here I'm we, and here I'm like the announcer talking about the business. And it just, there was no yeah. fluidity, you know? And that's the stuff that annoys people enough that they don't call you. you know? Yeah. The last biggest tip I would say is stay in your lane, right? So okay. it's hard to let go of certain, as we were talking about certain things. I know from a designer aspect, I stink, right? Like I can't, mm -hmm. but I know marketing. And so like, mm -hmm. I'm going to stay in my lane with that. But as a business owner, I don't see how solo um, owner operators do it in all honesty where they're doing their own website they're doing their own this doing their own on that I would suggest learn enough so that if you can if you outsource it you won't get messed over right, right. but pass you know the 80 20 rule man stick to your 20 percent and um, don't, yeah. don't be scared to do it it's kind of scary at first because it is an investment right and you're like man I can just do I, I still tell my man I can do this myself just because you can do it doesn't mean you should be yeah. <laughs> No, you're absolutely right. I, I learned that the hard way too. And now my attitude is uh, if, if I know someone can do something better than me, then I'm going to pay them to do it. <laughs> yeah. Cause yeah. you know, why, why waste my time? If I'm at the end of it, I'm not going to be happy with the result. And, yeah. and, and I just spent all that time and I can't get that time back. It's, it's gone. Think about so. it. I mean, like everyone's shooting for like what averaging a hundred dollars an hour, right. Cleaning windows. Why would you spend, if you value your time at $100 an hour, why would you spend two to three weeks to make something that's subpar, right? Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. so. A $10,000 ten, $10, yeah. website that <laughs> looks like a <laughs> kindergarten media, right? <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly, yeah, yeah, very good. Awesome, well, Amber, thank you so much for the time. Anything else you wanna yeah. share before we, we close up shop here with marketing or anything else? Um, No, not really, just, you know, I just encourage like, if, if you guys, I'm trying to put together like a group. I also have a Facebook. Oh, group yeah, yeah, yeah. On. Please, please share a little bit about that because I, I joined yeah. it. I didn't get to get in the first meeting that we're going to do, but hopefully as the word gets out, more people will join. Um, and, yeah. Uh, so, tell a little bit about know, it. so there's a ton of groups that focus on the technical side of things, the technician side of things. Um, but when you're overwhelmed with tasks, you know, there's other groups that also say, hey, here's how to build your business, right? But sometimes you just need tactics. 
sometimes you just need to know I'm so overwhelmed. What do I need to do? Like you're telling me flyers work, but what, what's working for you with flyers? How many are you putting out to get X result? Right. Right. And so that's what I wanted this group to be because sometimes you need tangible, right? Like Mm -hmm. here's what's working for us. We did this. We sent out this many text messages and we got this many bookings from it. Right. Or we did like what's working now is kind of what the group is called. Right. And Mm -hmm. so this is kind of a group where it's I, I, I would like it to be more tangible than any other group that is in there. So if you're overwhelmed and you're like, oh, crap, I need to book something. Right. Or I'm having this uh, struggle on the back end. Here's a tangible template that I can go put in place. Here's a tangent. Here's something I can sit down, you know, because, you know, there's a lot of great trainings out there and you're, you're all excited. Like, yeah, I'm pumped up. And then you get, you sit down at the table to do it and then you just get overwhelmed. You're like, where do I start? Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. When you told me about it, I thought it was awesome because I think about a lot of times where like friends will get together and they're like, Hey, you know, like like for instance i know i know some uh, of my wife's friends will get together and swap clothes clothes are done right. with and they're like hey this might fit you you know take it and then i forget there's a name for it but i can't remember the yeah. name of that type of yeah. that type of thing but kind of, that's what it kind of reminded me of where we we all sit together and we say okay here's the things that have worked really well for me right a b and c these are awesome yeah a, you'll see a d e and f these i am struggling with do any of you guys know what i can do to kind of deal with these problems and then listen exactly. to the feedback and you may learn something specifically for your situation or, or find out how someone else is handling that problem or that, that circumstance. And now you may get some enough you know, information that you can make adjustments for your business to handle those problems uh, right. a little bit better or more efficiently. Yeah, exactly. So I want it to be like the vibe of into the flow, right? Where everyone's just contributing, right? But on the back end of it like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that that's kind of that's kind of the goal where everyone is a is a contributor there is no one single guru right Mm -hmm. there's like everyone has their strengths and weaknesses and like as a matter of fact i'm like trying to align interviews with people um that have these certain strengths and say hey what are some simple things that you know we can do to get xyz results so that's kind of the goal of it so i don't mind definitely including that link as well you know the more the merrier on it we're a young group yeah. We're a young group, but uh, it's small, but I think small, but we can build it to be something really powerful to help a lot of people. Like with anything, it's just consistency, you know, and if you got yeah. a few people that back it up, I mean, that's how ITS started. You know, it started yeah. with an idea. Um, it took a, it took probably about six months before it really got a firm hold on it, but it, yeah. it, the foundation of it was people who really believed in it, you know? And yeah, so absolutely. I think, I think that's got a lot of value um, for, for people who are looking for solutions. And like you said, it's something that they're not just there to take, but they're there to offer what they know as well. And, and that's yeah, how absolutely. build each other up. So awesome. Cool. All right, Amber. Well, thanks so much. So we're going to put um, that link to that group in the comments. We're also going to put the link to your home pro portal. And, and that way you can show them, you know, people can take a look at a sample video and see how that works. We really appreciate all your hard work. And once again, congrats on your uh, new arrival coming in six weeks. I'm very, we're very happy for you Thank guys. You. Wish you well. <laughs> and, and please say hi to uh, uh, Jim and Dwight right in front of you. So those, oh, those, yeah, who, are not, yeah. those who are not watching on, on uh, uh, YouTube, 
uh, they, she's got an office background here. She's sitting in the seat where Pam sat when she was uh, the salesman there. So uh, <laughs> yeah. just a little office trivia in there for you. So. Yep, yep. <laughs> all right, and, and give give our best to Kelvin too. All right, buddy. We'll do. We'll do. You too. And your Thanks so well. much. Thanks so much. Right, nice talking care. with you. Catch you later. All right. Thank you, Flomies. You guys have a great week. We we'll catch you later. Flo